0: Before we get started on this week's episode, I want to apologize for the audio. We were having some technical difficulties during this day, but we're trying our best. Next week should be back to normal, so still, please enjoy. Welcome to the Let's Call It Nothing podcast, where we talk about all things and girls. Today we will be discussing chapters twenty-four and twenty-five. So, chapter twenty-four is named "Ambush," or and it coincides with chapter twenty Impatience, from Bella's point. And as far as you can, these few chapters are kind of yeah. Hasty. I'm being over like around Bella's part during this. This. I think this chapter in itself really encompasses mm-hmm. a couple of chapters from mm-hmm. our point of view. It and does make- obviously, Edward and Bella are separated at this point. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so we see in Twilight, Bella, you know, going down to Phoenix, hanging mm-hmm. out in the hotel with Jasper and Alice, and then obviously here, something else is happening. Yes. that <laughs> this chapter so short, but it encompasses so many chapters in Twilight. Yeah. Because, I mean, they're literally just running around. They're in this chapter. Yeah. It's yeah. Lord of the Rings up in here. Which is walking. Awesome. This chapter, um, Edward gives Alice instructions in yeah. and Carlo on um, human care for Bella. Yes, I love that. Yeah. She has to eat. Make sure she eats. She eat three <laughs> meals a day. Three well-rounded meals a day. Don't just let her eat a protein bar. Honestly, yeah. nobody's talking about a pet. This is going yes. to take care of my pet. Well, they children. They do. <laughs> so the tracker is following <laughs> the as they drive north he's just the tracker. The tracker. I know. I've has I that know. name. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not interesting. It's, like, the tracker. The female. Like, See, and it's weird because I don't think he's, like, dehumanizing them. Obviously. Yes. In Bella's point of view, we know pretty much right off the yeah. and Like, yeah. I don't you, can, you can just see how, like, as a human, how she sees other, quote-unquote, people, and how mm-hmm. as vampires how they see these other vampires. Because obviously, and I mean, like, I'll say, like, in, in my notes, I'll be like James did this, and but Edward doesn't like he doesn't yeah. even acknowledge his name until he's dead. Yeah, which spoiler which, alert. <laughs> and when he dies, <laughs> he he he's like, "I will always remember that name the rest of eternity." And I'm like, "Really? Because you never called him his name. Yeah. <laughs> you literally never like, said it." Well, anyway, so he keeps his distance from them by tracking them from the mountains. Emmett is thinking about how he is going to kill James, which Edward. Always listening to. Mm-hmm. They lure him away from the water early childhood. James had figured out about Edward's ability, which I found very interesting. How did he figure that out? But I don't know. Edward thinks what faces? Maybe I like I can picture like James thinking something and then seeing Edward react to the was, yeah. and him being like Yeah. And then realizing, oh, like no, I was thinking that. What if this I or like, my mind. Yeah. And so he keeps on testing that, maybe. Yeah. And that's how it, I mean, that it's sense. working now. See, hold on. I am looking through the official guide Yeah. Right now because, I mean, it is a special ability he has. He's like, his special ability is his being a tracker. Yeah. Does that mean, so, I mean, is uh, what goes hand in hand with that when like, he, like, already just figure out other people's abilities anyway just by being a tracker? Like, no, it's going to have, have a lot, lot of power. It's very strange, though, because, like, there's some things we'll get to later that also has me, like, questioning that. Like, I think if his ability was that, it's the vultures. Well, I mean, they already have a tracker, though. So, I yeah. mean, yeah. If like, I just uh, imagine, you know, as far as vampire abilities go, there's more, like, color abilities, you know? Yeah. it's less cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and more, like, really intense, like, mental type abilities. I don't know. I just find it very strange, because we're going to get into more depth about his abilities, or what I think might be his abilities. Mm-hmm. It also brings up the question about whether they can have multiple abilities at the same time. Yeah, which I've always said no to. Well, I mean, of course, there's one person who does. Benjamin. The Egyptian. Oh, yeah. Straight up Avatar. Yeah, <laughs> essentially, yes. That's why I'm, like, wondering if that and would, is, like describes his elemental. That's true. Like you're sort of boxed in, but you're saying that maybe he could potentially like have something that's layered on top of being a yeah. joker. It doesn't really say. Like I can't find anything other than he was just super skilled and like could predict his crazy moves and stuff. I can just see him like sort of messing with Edward yeah. I, guess I mean, that makes sense considering, like, a, like further in the chapter, once it turns around to from him following them to them following him, like, obviously, Edward's not a tracker, and it becomes very obvious that he's not yeah. one. And even with his abilities, he still can't predict anything that he's going to do. I don't know. I just found it very strange. And, I mean, it, it does come up later that maybe there's something else there with his abilities. Maybe Stephanie just kind of didn't flush it out, didn't flush it out, or just overhyped him a lot to be the bad yeah. guy. Yeah, but you know you do that. Yeah. Edward worries about James becoming less interested in the long chase. They waited until a good time and then sent Emmett's Jeep to oh, a very sad death. Okay. <laughs> Edward's he like, "Give it, I'll buy you a new Jeep." He's like, "Yeah, whatever." <laughs> Emmett's well, just like, like that, my brother. He's, He's so excited to right the now. death, man. <laughs> <laughs> Emmett's like super excited, and I find it hilarious. He's like. I haven't this in years. It's like two games. <laughs> Once again, reinforces that Emmett is my favorite character. <laughs> okay, so they run after James. Edward, of course, is in the lead because he's the fastest, and then Emmett's like barreling after him, sounding like an earthquake. <laughs> oh, and then Carlisle's just kind of there, which I feel bad for Carlisle because you know he's not like aggressive or anything. He's just like no. I've got to protect Bella, I guess. Like <laughs> I me mean, just—I guess I gotta get over here. Well, it's like I gotta protect Bella plus I have gotta support my son. I, I sure know. hope he like. Well, this is still Sunday. Yeah, but I sure hope he called him to work. He to, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah you're the other days off, I need to take. I need to take. Me. Yeah. They're like, okay. I mean, he takes off a lot. <laughs> I know, that's what i was days just thinking of. Like, don't they take off a lot, though? But like, he's the hot dog, or he can do so much. They just yeah. let him. It's like Grey's Anatomy. They can just yeah. do whatever they want. Really? <laughs> so they're like, you're fine. Welcome back. <laughs> yeah. James ha- had jumped into the water, leaving Edward. Edward texts Alice to ask who finds the trail. He assigns like everybody a direction, and then Alex texts back and calls no Text back to the southern. They found the tracker's in again, and they begin the chase again. I mean, like it just keeps going on. And Honestly, it's literally just a lot of running on land, jumping oh, in water, water, running on land, jumping <laughs> in water. I love how they're yeah. like, yeah, we can walk through the city because we were dripping head to toe, and we're just casually like in Canada. Like, yeah, we can't do that. It's, it's cold in the morning as called to tell what Victoria had done during their time with James. Going through public buildings in the high school. I'm surprised they didn't put this together here, by the way. Yeah. As far as her, like, digging up there? Yeah. Reba didn't either. She was asking about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I didn't think about it at first that that was the reason why she would do that until yeah. we got through the whole yeah, yeah whole whole scene of things. I mean, I, I think I suspected that, but I didn't think too hard about it. Because Victoria also likes messy stuff stuff. So. <laughs> yeah. She is the mean, uh, chaotic evil. <laughs> she's yeah. just... She's so interesting. I know we've talked about her before. I don't remember her whole, her whole backstory right now. Because she is very quiet and just kind of slither around in the background. But then later on, obviously, like later on in the series, she ends up building a freaking army. Like, yeah. <laughs> Like, you know she's smart, too. Yeah. Here is in a way. It wasn't until it was too late that Edward realized that James had gone to fly a private airplane. That, I... But I'm James flew a plane. He went full bat and decided to fly. Like apparently. Yeah, like and let's talk about the fact that it's very strange that this vampire just decided to just like randomly fly a plane, and you have to like. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I've never flown a plane, nor have I even been like around planes much. But pretty sure you have to like call people up and be like, "Hey, I'm yeah, this time." You can't to be like, "I'm taking off," or like you have to be like, "I'm taking off here at this time. I'm." Like in this yeah, you have to keep in contact with them like the whole time. Yeah, off in the air. I mean, maybe you can in Canada. I'm sure you couldn't. They oh, still have laws. Yeah, I I'm know. sure you're crossing over. I'm yeah. sure Canadians are like crossing over the U.S. Yeah, they have to. Raise they would calls. definitely. There would be control centers that we call it uh, other control centers like, like, like. Oh, it couldn't have been high because the way uh, Edward describes the plane the probability of what the paint plane looks like. It could have been flying high, and it, it, could, yeah, it could be too high. Because it's a small, boring, plane. Probably, like, a single propeller well, plane. what James? how did James own kind of fly a plane? I mean, you've got time. Does he own the plane? Does he own a plane? Does he own that plane? No. like like a nomad just traveling around. Like, I mean, he could randomly so. like, own things, though. <laughs> Hey, it's, what's your story, man? What's your backstory, man? Why did you, you learn
1: how to fly a plane? Yeah, I
0: don't know where you learned kind how of to fly a plane.
1: I didn't see anything about that in his.
0: He was like, "This is fun." Yeah, I don't think this was in the O.G. draft. I gotta tell you, Twilight. I don't think. I don't think it was, think it was in fun. the book, but definitely not. Here we are. It's a little bit of a plot hole. I mean, I think when I read Twilight, I just assumed that he ran to Phoenix. Like, yeah, yeah me too. I mean, I did too. You think yeah. Tracker kind of like. Wild man. Yeah. Like, surely he ran. No, he flew a plane. I mean, it still so makes no sense. Even if he had a pilot's license, even if he. How is he going to be like, excuse me, I'm taking off here and I'm going to Phoenix? This plane's sitting right here, I'm about to use it. So, out. Yeah. You got to drive the plane to the runway Yeah. take off. And also, what? when he landed at it. How do people react? Like, where did he land? That's it? what I was to say. Where yeah. did he land? I surely it wasn't at the airport then. Like, people would have said something. Well, I mean, he could have landed in the desert for all we Yeah. After. But I mean, like, oh, we give Alice is like, her telling Everett. Oh, he'll be here in a few hours. But, like, that's not all she's got. Yeah, not where. And let's also talk about the fact, I'm sure the American government would shoot. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, if that's like, like the control like, centers would be each other, like. Like, they would literally shoot. Yeah, there's, there's an unenabled no, place. Yeah. If they, I she- know, maybe. if they couldn't get in contact with what you. What year was this? This was after 2001. Yeah, this was after 9/11. So maybe. I mean, it was pretty fresh. It was like yeah. five years after 9/11. Yeah, this is like two. two uh, chaos. Five. Yeah. Yeah, so they would have shot you down for sure. I don't think Stephanie thought about that because it's been 20 years later that she's writing. Nearly yeah. 20 years later, and she's like. Oh, this well, sounds interesting in a way that, to trick Edward off the fact that we were on high level. I mean, it's very much like an action movie. Where like, do yes. you go if like, you see the plane flying off? It's not practical. It's, it's not practical. It's not realistic. I mean, this is a book about the Empire's Spider, we need to be realistic or practical. But, but the only thing it's about, strange, the only thing about it that does make sense is him using that way to throw them off his the set. So yeah, like they yeah. yeah. If yeah. there were not rules already set stories in our world, technically, Mm -hmm. there weren't rules and laws already set that we are knowledgeable of, Yeah, then sure, whatever, but there are, (laughs) yeah. Like, I can't imagine, because you know, I mean, yeah, if you were to start flying the plane, all right, so you start flying the plane in Canada, and then you're going across the U.S. border, unidentified, no one knows who you are. Control center can't get a hold of you. Nothing. They're gonna shoot you. Yeah, before you even get close to Phoenix. You'll have both the Canadian and U.S. government after you. Yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, maybe he evaded them, but it's not mentioned in the book. It's not mentioned anywhere else. That's tell you. Well, also, everyone assumed that he would have to stop several times to fill the gas anyway. So, like, what happened in between? There's so many holes here. <laughs> are big black holes right now? Yeah. We've been thinking about this for years. We have been through so many English classes on analysis. This this is why we're here. If anything, I'll learn how to analyze analysis. Analyze how (laughs) to analyze Analyze. Analyze the sh out of stuff. Like out of a sentence, I can be like, well what about this? What about this? Why did you write this sentence this way? Sweet, sweet tea, huh? Sweet. Red where, where are you at? <laughs> where are the white chickens? Yeah. It's, if you ever us. if you ever um wanted a reference for what our English class and it, we had a, all four years, the same teacher all four years. It was a lot like Dead Poet Society. Yes. Without the sadness. Yes. Yeah. It was amazing. It was great. There was <laughs> a fun time. I felt like I really redeemed myself as a person the day. I was like watch it I think Warther and, and Heights and I was like that's Voldemort and <laughs> he <laughs> was like how did you know that <laughs> like watch a movie with me so I went up because it was on like the, the main menu of the DVD yeah. that covered up uh, Ralph eyes you know, yeah. and I am like don't you see it <laughs> Then there was the glass menagerie and the horn <laughs> broke off the unicorn and we were like oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> The glass menagerie was- with <laughs> yeah, like, It was the greatest class ever, and I cannot explain to people that didn't go to our school that was in our class how great it was. Mm-hmm. Like, they have no idea. It's, it was like my favorite class, and I could tell you almost everything we talked about in that class. I'm like, did I learn anything really necessary to my education? No, but neither did I. The other class. Very true. So, but I have had a lot of fun, so oh, they helped me in those English classes in college. Oh heck yeah. Okay, they call Alice and ask where he has <laughs> gone. Alice says she saw a vision of him in a strange room with mirrors. Edward talks to Bella and he lets her know a very censored version of the situation. Yeah, that whole conversation was cringy to me and I don't really know why. <laughs> Just yeah. I don't know. Okay. I typed up a note that says, "Why the f b- did they go to Phoenix?" I understand, but also since James wants Bella so bad, would we'll eventually figure out she used to live there and that her mom still does thanks to Victoria's sleeping. Yeah. So why Phoenix? Yeah, that's what I thought. Like, I like you can tell. I thought they were supposed to go to some literal random location. Like they could have gone anywhere because Bella is. B- Bella, and she's like, no, but it's genius because he won't suspect us to go there. Like, now if am a bitch. vampires, is so hard to do. A the water, you don't know, have a boat. The ocean is right there. Yeah, but then you're awesome. Yeah, on a cruise. Ship. Come on. You want a cruise? What a cruise! <laughs> i a vacation. You can be in the sun all day <laughs> long, Bella. Exactly. <laughs> Allison Jasper, bring some umbrellas. I'm sorry, Stephanie, but this is, I was point. just like five minutes. Like, yeah, it, it was dumb. Really, it's just how, like, whenever you're storytelling, how the story has to go. Mm-hmm. You're going to pick the most obvious place so yeah, you that know? you can move the plot to that certain point. Yeah. The climax of the story. Yeah, cause, which seemed very anticlimactic in this book, but the whole series, yes. But it makes more sense for the climax of this book to be at Bella's Home, yeah, or former home state, like something familiar to her, Mm -hmm. and it can bring in like her her mom into the equation and everything, I guess. Mm -hmm. But realistically, you don't go to the place that you know, no, No. not in that way. You can be like, I'll I'll "I'll go to DC because I had a school trip there when I was 13. Like, that makes more sense, yeah. See, you go somewhere like I would go to like the missing partial capital of the United States. Mm Because well, I love the city, and it's dangerous, and I could throw you into the Mississippi River, <laughs> yeah. which is why it's the missing person's capital, not the murder capital. <laughs> like that, I, don't know if I, mean, I don't know. mean, once you hit that water, you might never be no. able to think the sea No, because I go yeah, all the way down to the Gulf. Bye bye. <laughs> Bella asks if Charlie is okay, and then they get snappy. Which I think is what Rachel yeah, was referring crazy. to as cringy. Yeah, it, it was. It was cringy. I don't know. Like their love is gonna be like cringy and not I think I'm just over Edward, which is why this is the cringy. Thing <laughs> literally in, like that. uh reading or listening to these last few chapters of the book because it's been today. Okay. Like these uh twenty four and twenty five I wasn't really into because I'm a really I am like a dialogue driven type reader mm-hmm. and also I'm so over and over right now. Same that I wanted something else. But that chapters after that where it's just like chaos, drama, them trying to figure out like how to get around stuff. Mm-hmm. I was so into. I was like, yeah, yeah come was... on. Yeah, no, after we get past these two chapters? it like, gets kind of pretty, pretty interesting again, yeah. like so the men head back to court trying to figure out for <laughs> the next moment. <Maybe>. <laughs> Um, Alice calls to tell them James is coming to them and they need to get there as fast as they can. Edward, Carls, Carlisle, Carlisle, long rain And that's yeah. the chapter. Anything y'all need to talk about in this chapter? or shall I don't think, I, I wrote for Charlie, but just I think there's a part where it mentions I'm just like kind of sitting alone at the Alice. house. And um, it says something about... And it's like back to- Like his thoughts being so numb and everything. Yeah. And I was just like, poor Charlie. Like, he doesn't deserve any of this. He does. Like, all of his women have left him. Like, I could just imagine, I don't know, because Charlie's a lot like my dad. Mm hmm. And, like, you would just feel so, like, I could imagine my dad going through this and I just being heartbroken, just sitting on the couch. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I would Mm -hmm. feel the same way as Charlie. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a very relatable thing. Like, you just want to, like, go up to him and hug him and, like, be like, no, 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 I love you. I, you know? Like, I just picture him sitting there for hours and hours. Like, he's not going to eat. And for multiple reasons. He's got, like, a game on the TV, but he's not paying any attention. He doesn't. He doesn't He's, yeah, he's trying to, like, preoccupy his mind. But yeah. he can't. Cause he can It's like, oh, this happened to me. But there's something wrong with me. And I'm like... No, Charlie, you're okay. Yes, there are things wrong with you, but that's okay. You're okay, though. No. Yeah. I was like, Charlie's probably the oh. most normal one out of yeah he everyone is. here. Yeah, he is. But that's not the point of his character to be yeah. A, yeah, normal. <laughs> I mean, he's the most, like like I said, he's a lot like my dad so He's like a very relatable mm-hmm. male character, like male figure in my life, so I could see how I don't know I could just know how this would affect him. Like, you know, him and my dad. So it's just like, Oh my god, I can't do this yeah. Like it hurts. I mean, I, I never even cringed when he like was there. So Yeah, he felt bad. You know he needs to feel justice that for Harley! Always Hashtag justice. Yeah, and side note, like I told Caitlin earlier, this is why I had a hard time starting Life and Death, which is the book Stephanie wrote. The Gender's stopped Fine lines. Yeah, because of the cash grab. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. They essentially like kind of hate on Charlie a little bit at the beginning of the book, and it kind of just it's made me angry because I'm like Charlie doesn't deserve to be hated on. No, he, he doesn't, doesn't deserve. And he Stephanie, Stephanie's got daddy issues. I mean, I paid. I mean, they are part of our childhood. They're yeah. part of our childhood and love them, but I'm sorry. Sometimes you I'm infuriate. I'm there's a the difference between Stephanie the person and Stephanie the writer for us. We appreciate you. Get your, your head host. out of the twilight world. Think of something else, please. The host was good. At least not. the host was too complex for my tiny brain. It was, not Reed, it was that. a tough read. It wasn't. Yeah, me And the we were. I think it was. I don't it. think I can read it now either. All right, so chapter twenty-five race. It kind of goes along with chapter twenty-two Cod and seek. If you'll notice, we skip chapter twenty-one. At Phone call because it happens between the last chapter and this one, which I'll explain later in the chapter. Um, so Edward is very impatient, waiting to get Bella as the plane lands. <laughs> Sorry, I'm excited for the next points. They were hiding in hoodies, and I can only imagine them in the obnoxious neon colors, like pur- fluorescent pink and tennis ball green. And those, okay. I don't, or, I don't think it was this part later on where it talks about Alice and like, a big sweatshirt. Or oh, yeah, yeah. she took Emmett. Yeah, and Alice like, a very other <laughs> I know, I was like, what? I feel you know like she could pull off anything, though. I've <laughs> had a note about that, too. But anyway, I can only imagine that, and the world those way too small, early 2000s, sunglasses. <laughs> Specifically, Emmett shouted, she doesn't even go here. <laughs> exactly. Like, that's how I imagine Emmett looking, like, huge. Okay. And <laughs> then, that's how Emmett does. Like, face or face. would be the bitch this day at <laughs> me. I'm going to be honest, I imagine them all wearing gray hoodies, so. I mean, they probably more accurate, but, like, my mental theater with uh, Completely different it. Well, it should have been. Okay, honestly, and it's has to be pink if Alice is going to be taking it later, so. Straight up Damien from Mean Girls. She's yeah. go here. She's she like, like, go here. He just goes <laughs> up to a stranger and says that. He's like, Please. just kidding. Have a nice day. saw <laughs> <laughs> Mean Girls and just like, I want to watch the little bird. <laughs> I got the gasoline. It's like perfect in my in my. It really is. <laughs> Stephanie? <laughs> Stephanie? Actually, you don't have to be re- involved in this. We'll take it over from yeah. here. Also, in the city is way too small. I know, also a, Yeah, I did too. The sleeves are just too short. Yeah. I just want to imagine, like, there's just... Like, it's cropped. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's just <laughs> lower <like>, abs <ashes> coming <laughs> out. And then he's got, like, the lowest <laughs> sleeves. That sounded perfectly imaginable. For what feels like an eternity to Edward, they leave the plane. That that's when Edward realized through Alice's mind that Bella had escaped from the airport terminal. Okay, I read this part in Twilight. It's so weird. We talked about earlier, like how does Alice not see Bella Bella escaping? Like in her vision, she doesn't see this. And what happens to Bella's point of view is obviously she like gets the call or whatever and thinks that her mother is in trouble and that James has her mother. So she decides, okay, I need to figure out a way to escape. And she knows that she needs to escape earlier on before they even go to the airport, because that's when she writes the letter to Edward. And so Alice doesn't see all this. Like, there's no issue as far as Alice, uh, Alice's visions about Bella, yeah. like there are with other characters. And so I was like, okay. But uh, the way that Bella escapes is that she's like, I need a bike to eat. And Alice's like, okay. I'm supposed to be feeding you. I'll go with you. You need more than a granola bar. Let's go hit the kiosk over there, you know? Yeah. And Bella's like, actually, I would really love if Jasper came along. You know, good the vibes and everything. And Alice, it says that Bella thinks that Alice looks confused, but not suspicious. So she thinks she's in the clear, which she is. She ends up going to the bathroom, and somehow will in that way. But I just like, how did Alice not see that coming? Is that because that Helen like, keeps changing her mind when she doesn't have a set, like, plan in her head, like, oh, I'm going here, this is where I'm going? Well, Alice should still see the different paths that she does with everything else. Yeah, but she's only thinking about, like, currently one focus only on the food or, like, whatever she's doing at that moment. Like, it's not going to hit Alice immediately. Now she's thinking of going to I mean, maybe, but I don't know. Bella's pretty decisive. We should call this plot holes. Plot holes everywhere. For this, yeah. There's a plot hole in. There, there's a plot hole there. Like, driving down the road. Plot holes everywhere. They plan where and how to find Bella and James. The group steals a car. Instead of focusing on the love of his life dying, he talks about freeways for a time. Which I mean, oh like, gosh. takes forever. The freeway? <laughs> the driving? I, talk, I was over it. I'm like, these books talk about cars way too much.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I stopped. This whole part, like, even though they're racing in 5 Mella because she's gonna die was really hilarious to me. I why is that part driving her in this mental state? Like I feel like you need a calm body behind the wheel. I guess it's not like, a speed yeah. racer whose brain is like Pressure. on Alice's. Like his brain is looking through Alice, who's you know, looking at all these different futures yeah. or whatever. Well so, so I- well, I mean, he ends up reading three pages. people's minds at the same time at this point, too, because he knocks out the two side mirrors. So he he's reading Jasper's mind and Emmett's mind to see, use them yeah. as mirrors. Plus, listening to Alice's How mind. How is she not physically imploding? Like, Jasper? Jasper? Jasper's like oh, okay. so up for it there. But also, like, really paying attention to what's going on, even as a vampire. He's still freaking out at this point. Yeah. Jasper hasn't completely come in yet. He gets a glimpse of Bella suffering because of James, and then I put the quote: "For a tenth of a second, I was back in my Volvo in Forts, thinking of ways to kill myself." Yes. <laughs> that line that, that really hit me in the middle. Yeah. Right after two. Yeah, and then um, and uh, with that, I was kind of at first I was thinking like, see like, he could just, like, travel back in time and would mm-hmm. sort have of just taken himself out. But then I kept reading, I was like, oh, he's thinking maybe, like, if Bella does die, how he's going to end up offing himself. Yeah. And so he knows yeah. that since Jasper, Jasper could sense how he felt and thought he may would want him to kill himself, he then decides it would be better if he would go to Italy because Jasper would have to leave, or mm-hmm. he would have to leave the house Jasper and all that stuff. And so Jasper, like, touches Edward on the back of the neck to heighten the effect of his powers so that Edward can stop being suicidal. Yeah. Which, like, that's also fascinating, too. That literally just touch. Touch. Affects that. Amplifies. Yeah. And he said, and so, like, he's doing with this numbing effect on him. Yeah. He says it's like Novocaine. Edward could hear Bella screaming as they get closer. And Jasper amps up the numbing effect he was giving him, which I just, I don't know, I find that so fascinating, because, like, you know that, like, Jasper's, like, feeling all this suicidal dread and, like... Yeah, Yeah, he takes it on. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of imagine, like, because that's why he likes being around Bella Uh and to begin with, because he felt that, like... That happiness. That that happiness. That Yeah. And which is why he like immediately, you know, he didn't immediately love Alice, but I can imagine like because she already loved him so much, he was like, I really like Alice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just find it of, like I kind of imagine like from Howl's Moving Castle, like where Howl is like feeling like he's depressed and like he just is turning himself into a puddle of goo. That's just like, I remember that part. Maybe once, yeah. And that's all I can imagine. Like that's how Jasper feels. Like. What's going on? And he's just like, nope, touch. Nom, nom, nom. Also, I forgot to mention how one are stealing cars. Uh-huh. At one part. And the lady, like, turns around and she's like, what's going on? And Carla, like, drugs her. <laughs> 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 that is, I was like... He just sticks a needle in her and she passes out. Like, do they do this often? Yeah. how was he prepared for this? I was just dying during that scene. because I thought it was hilarious. Like, do we have experience? Because was just like, yeah, she turns around and has a moment to notice his handsome man in front of her, and then she's passed out. And I was like, okay, okay Carlisle um. pulls away with the needle. And then like. He's done this before. The most obnoxious looking car because it's orange and purple. <laughs> Alright, Alice gives them directions on how to move and they finally get to the dance studio and Edward lunges toward the door. This chapter ends with I launch myself at the door and we're not there yet. Chapter 26 starts with through the door. Yeah. <laughs> not just out the door. Oh, I really like, through the, the door. Going back to like Edward driving through all this traffic. First off, and they caused a twenty-seven car pile up Yes, on the freeway. Casual. <laughs> I know they talk about how, like, surprisingly, they don't get caught this whole time. But I'm like, how? They drive fast. They Because Edward's going literally 150 plus the whole time. They go real fast in that board. A car. Yeah. Well I that think it's like two the sunset. <laughs> but like he drives down that one lane once yeah, he gets suicide lane. Is that two what they call lines. it? I couldn't remember. They drive down that lane, and then he turns and heads into oncoming traffic right there. The last little bit—it's just like Fast and Furious. I can, I can. I'm literally imagining it the whole time because I'm driving as I'm listening to see them driving. Okay, so next time we're gonna be discussing twenty six, one, and twenty seven. Okay, now here In, in twenty seven, chores, which a lot happens, and it goes down. We fight just a little bit. Yeah. Just so. A on the subject of fighting, as well as being annoyed, uh-huh. I want to know a character of four, or four, <laughs> a few, or ten. that annoyed oh. you and that you would fight, you would take My on. My first one. This whole book. Oh, Renee. Um, oh, and I got some thoughts about Renee later. Yeah, I do too. I'm, I'm like, I guess because I wrote all these notes today, I've been. I've been hating on Renee a lot. I oh, see my thoughts towards aren't super hateful. To me, they are. Like and it was like she redeemed herself just a little bit, mm-hmm. and I mean, then she's like, "Ooh, yeah." Let me let me, let me get it on this bad mother stuff again. Yeah, I've been uh, reading a lot lately where there's just been bad parents, yeah. really absent and absent-minded parents. Mm-hmm. So it's not surprising me. Yeah. But, um, like, it's not really, for me, her redeeming herself later on. Mm-hmm. It's just me being yeah. like, oh, that's why she is the way she, that she is. Yeah. Anyway. I have a huge pet peeve about parents not actually being parents. Yeah. Like, to some extent, my mom was a great mom, and she is very – she was not a nurturer, though. And so I can relate to kind of taking on the parenting role because I do nurture – yeah, more so than she does. But at the same time, my mom was a mom. I was never the mom. You know what I mean. Yeah. I was never taking care of her. I try to at some point, but that's just my my nature. Yeah, you can tell from a very young age. Bella felt unwanted and a burden. And you should never make your kid feel that way. I would f- fight Renee. You would too. I would. Yeah, you would. Yeah. Yeah, you would. <laughs> yeah I would probably find no one, too. Just dope. But, but Just, just don't. That's a bad for mine. Yeah, okay. Before she gets injured, yes. I mean, and I just pity her after she gets injured. Yeah. <laughs> just smack her on the back of the head, two times. I mean, like, oh, what are you doing? Like, I would, I would go hang up on her mom, just, you know, you just That like, was that friend who just that stupid. Like, I know, I am yeah. we would be the friend that's telling her that she's yeah. a And to she doesn't shit. have it, like, I don't that's know how she is. I will say the only time I've ever smacked a friend in the back of the head was somebody I know um lost her virginity in a very dangerous way. Yes. In a stupid way. And before I even thought about it, I just like and like hit. Hey, I don't blame you. Because like and that's how I feel like I want to do with Bella sometimes. Yes. I just want to like not like just not listen yes. to her. <laughs> you I, yeah. Shouldn't lay hands on people, but I did, and I, I probably will again if this person messes up again. We've been with each other since we were babies, and it just... I would also, like, if I were a vampire, I would definitely fight Emmett. Just for fun? Just for fun. I agree with that. I definitely fight Emmett. Not, like, in a mean way, but I would definitely yeah. want to beat him so he would get know that. I don't think of any characters a fight for fun. I mean, I, I, I would agree with that, too, because all I can imagine is the scene of... I to be, honestly, be I a vampire. All I can think about is a scene of Emmett and Bella arm wrestling, and I'm just like, I wouldn't want to be Emmett just to laugh in his face, so. I fought boys my whole life, so I'm like, I love, I'm a very competitive person, too, so I imagine, like, that's how, if I knew I could win against I would probably try to fight a vampire anyway, just be like, see, yeah <laughs> <you> <laughs> mean, The number one person I would want to fight is Tyler, because he's an asshole. That was my twilight. <laughs> <laughs> I knew y'all were going to say that, so I didn't say anything about okay. Yeah, he yeah. thinks he's all that. It's really not. It's super observant too. Yeah. Well, we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought about finding Jasper just to have beef with him, but he's a vampire. And yeah. I was just like. So if he's, he's a, a vampire, vampire, you would fuck Jasper. I, I think I would uh, talk like a big in that. Yeah. At the end of the day, I would on be uh, um, Alice's good side. You know? Yeah. And so I'd just really, be really annoyed with her husband. and Been like, oh, he's here again. Yeah. <laughs> like I deal with anyone anyway. <laughs> I would want to pull Rosalie and fight Edward because he also is an annoying asshole. Uh, yeah. uh, Who else would you fight out of anything? Um, one Enjoying. person who's not seen a lot but is shown enough that want to fight Lauren. So um, uh, probably Jessica and uh, Rosalie would be good. I honestly thought That's at least that. Jessica, but <laughs> just like when she says snarky things, I'd be like, excuse me, bitch, do you really want to go? I mean, I don't disagree with that, I'd be like, <laughs> it would you, not take a lot to just you say would, something to her yeah. and completely shatter her. You wouldn't have to be physical. You would just be like, I'm sorry, look at you, I dude. know, because I am Jessica, <laughs> and so I would be crying. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. We're just drama queens. Is there anyone not from the Twilight Universe <laughs> who annoys you with your fight? Well, I had 2 yellow Y'all know. Yeah. One I've talked about before. And that is Grace from um, this one's Shadow Shadowhunter series, Last Hours. She's like this really annoying little, like eighteen year old blonde girl who's really pretty and everything, and gets the guy. But really, she's super manipulative, which isn't her fault because her mother, or the person who, like, like her adopted mother, is insane and like made this spell happen so that she's super attractive and everything that Grace is. But Grace just goes along with it. Yeah. And every time she had a whole chapter in these books, I got so mad because I didn't care about her. So I would take her on in her little puny ass. I would <laughs> And then all of a similar, like, these are just characters that annoy me and I had such physical reactions because, like, like, what are you doing? Why are you here? And so the other one is um, in the A Court of Thorns and Roses series. There's three sisters. There's the main one who, like, most of the series is about. She's fine. Whatever. There's the one who's really mean, so I love her. Mm-hmm. And then there's the one who's just like the super sweetheart, and everyone thinks she's amazing and everything, but she doesn't do. Yeah. And I would fight her because she doesn't do. Her best moment is whenever she stood up for herself and cussed out the mean sister. That's where I was like, you go, girl. You go, Elaine. But other than that, like, whenever her family was really poor and basically dying, she's like, I'm going to go plant flowers instead of vegetables. <laughs> I'm like, you idiot! I'd find her too. you be like, i really annoying. you. would know, be like, Can you eat flowers? Can you eat flowers alive? Yeah, you can you stop singing it? You're not freaking Snow White. Anyway, that's how I feel. <laughs> I was thinking like, okay, so I thought I was Tammy from Bob's Burgers. <laughs> right off the top <laughs> of my head. <laughs> yes, I would find a child. Yes, it would be Tammy. I can see that. I know why. <laughs> I guess I could say Mama Lisa Saperstein, too, for Parks and Rec, because they're basically <laughs> the same character <group>, and played by <laughs> the same person. Yeah, that would be it. On... Um- I know them. I could probably fight John Ralphio too from Parks and Rick. I would fight Dwight too from The Office. <laughs> Dwight? I'm kind of funny, though. <laughs> no Josh, just spit it. I'm just thinking like the fight episode with him then. <laughs> <in. laughs> you kick him in the stomach one good time and he's down. <laughs> I can't think of anyone right now. I'm pretty sure there are plenty out there, but I can't think of any right now. But I mean, the. I will say, Dwight doesn't annoy me. I just think it would be funny to fight him. because Yeah, I think the reasons for us fighting certain characters are very different. Yeah. I like, well, Tammy and Mama Lisa do annoy me. Mm-hmm. But, it, like, I enjoy their characters on the show. Yeah. If I had to personally deal with them, which is the same way with Dwight, I, I guess. Are... I had to deal with them. Mine is like, why are you here? What use are you? Why do people like you? I just a very jealous person. So I'm like, why do people like you? That's <laughs> the It is confirmed. <laughs> My reaction to the earlier staff. <laughs> when we went, we fought against the cast of community. Yeah. I could definitely take you out. Yeah. Your- <laughs> I can't think of anyone who might be like, I, could hey, never- it's all. I could never look at Abed bed and, and just like look at stare into its soulful eyes and throw a punch. <laughs> probably- I feel like Grita wasn't so passive. There, there is a fight. Annie so, would jump on her back. Yeah. yeah. She has in the fight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And just throwing a few punches, so. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I could take out Chevy Chase. I think the scariest one would be, one would be Shirley. Shirley? Oh, so yeah. <laughs> Shirley could throw hands. You know wait, all that would wait, be well. Professor Chang would be scary to fight, <laughs> too. Yeah. Because, like. He'd just be coming out with the moves. No, I don't even think he'd be moves. He'd be the one to pull <laughs> an eye, to and he would bring a knife to him. But yeah, you would actually like slit your throat. That is it for this week's episode of the Let's Call It Nothing podcast. Hope you enjoyed. Next week we will be back with chapters twenty six and twenty seven of Midnight Sun. We are almost done. Thank goodness. Anyway, I hope you follow our social medias, and we'll see you next time.